Welcome back to another episode of The Counters. We're back clocking in. It's Casey. And Jade. And we have a special episode five for you called or themed around... The audacity. The caucasity. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... The fuck? But yeah, let's get into it. I'm excited. So I don't know any of the stories that you're going to tell us. My ex-girlfriend has moved back into my house while I'm in another continent. How do I have her kicked out of my house? I broke up with my girlfriend a few weeks ago. She moved out to her own home with a lot of help from me. Then I went no contact. She handed back all my keys, but as a precaution, had all the external locks changed. I flew to the U.S. for a three-week training course. On Friday afternoon, I was notified on my phone that the house security system had recorded someone entering the house through the garage. I checked the cameras, and she used the home link in her car to open the gates and garage door. I forgot to change the codes and deregister her car. Since then, she's obviously found the spare keys I kept in the house and has been using the front door. She won't answer her phone to me or blocked my number or any other number for my brother or the house phone. I'm at a loss at the moment as what to do. I think the only I think it's only trespass. I think it's only trespassing, but I have no idea what she's doing inside. Can I call the police or do I need to call the bailiff company I use for travelers on my sites? What are my legal options short of coming back to the UK to try and sort it out? Yeah, the audacity of her to break into his house and live there. Like rent free? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she's literally like dead ass living there rent free. Like she lives in his mind rent free. Yeah, do you want to see some of the comments? Yeah, where's the update? So the top comment, though, was call police and make a report of burglary. Dependent on what she is doing in the house, she may be committed. She may be committing an offense. OP said she could just claim she lives there. She had the address and her driving license, and I guess she's not changed it yet. Oh, my God. I think she should get canceled. Yes, that's what I say she might be committing. If she is taking her stuff or eating food, you may have potential for theft burglary. But then also, I think it's kind of his fault because he should change the locks. Well, so he did change all the locks. Oh, then how is she getting the keys? So she she used the home link in her car to open the gates and garage door. I forgot to change the codes and deregister her car. So I guess it's like low-key, like some fancy shit. Because he said... He had all the external locks changed. Hmm. It's just the internal ones. Yeah. So he got notified originally when she did that. But then I guess she found the keys in the house and is just living there. But she won't answer his phone calls and he's in the U.S. So the update is police came. She claimed she lived there. They called me and I said she didn't. Security company backed me up as they had changed all the locks originally. Police did sweep off the house and found she's been boxing up a whole load of my stuff, presumably to take. She was eventually arrested and taken away. Security company currently changing front door lock barrels and updating the home link to deregister her car. And will monitor alarms while I'm away. New lock is going in between garage and kitchen. Brother is on his way to take possession of house from police who are there now. I need to make a statement when I get back and be more careful with security. Hmm. Sounds, yeah. That sounds like domestic. I would be really shook if that happened to me yeah you ready for the next one yeah this one's juicy i found out my husband is obsessed with our boss's daughter and i have no idea what i could do or how i should proceed throw away account because i don't want people following my main to know about these at least not yet for some context i'm 29 and my husband is 34 i work for a small rmg firm here and we both were recommended through a relative of mine i've been working here for about six years my husband for about seven years. During the work time, our boss would occasionally bring his then teenage daughter to work. She should have been around 15 when we first met her. And he had her interact with all the employees and stuff to show her what we do there and how things work. Fast forward to January of this year. The boss brought her in, officially letting us know that she will be taking over a good deal of his work overlooking things. We were initially hesitant considering she was so young, turned 20 this year. But ultimately, she wasn't taking over, more so learning how to handle the business while the boss managed other work, I suppose. It helped that she herself was also very keen on cooperating and taking advice. 
often holding meetings to discuss things and making sure she herself is the last to leave work almost every time. It's been an overall good development in that regards. The issue started initially a few months after she started. She would occasionally hold office events just to lighten the mood, and this earned her a lot of praise from all of us, since it's not something the old boss would have time to look into. We were all talking about her, so it didn't feel too weird at first when my husband joined in in the praising. How impressive it, it is that she's so young but so mature. How she's been a breath of fresh air in the office. Everyone's so motivated to work because of her, etc. With hindsight, it seems like that was just his in on talking about her with me in general. Every now and then, he'd start singing her praises. When we're at home, a huge talking point always being how she's so mature for her age and understanding, even pointing out how we weren't mature at that age. I didn't take it much to heart until one time I joked that it was fine if he was immature at times, and that I would love him regardless, and his response was something along the lines of, well, you are immature too, unlike her. I think that was the first time I felt a bit bad, because it felt like he actually was just comparing me to her now, but I tried not to think too much about it. This slowly spiraled too, going from talking about her maturity to looks, how she can still look good while being so busy and with studies and work, how she, and I quote, was definitely more gifted compared to other girls. And once out of insecurity, I asked if he thought she was prettier than me. And he gave me a, of course, you're attractive to me, but objectively, like not considering my attraction to you, she is much prettier than you. This messed with me for a while and we ended up having a fight where I essentially banned him from bringing her up with me, if it's not work-related. Also adding to it was the fact that she, he started taking extra work every now and then and working overtime. And while initially thought it was just an extra money, just to earn extra money, I later found out it was simply because he knew she usually heads home late too, usually after most of the office has left. Fast forward to a few days back, weekend happened. My husband was out of with his friends and my laptop was at the repairs. Fast forward to a few days back, weekend happened. My husband was out with his friends and my laptop was at the repairs. So I used his laptop without his permission. We are relatively free with each other's devices. Like we never have a reason to use each other's devices, but if for some reason we did, the other didn't mind. So I didn't think much of it. I had put on some vid vids on autopay as background noise as I did some work when I opened his PC folder and on the left quick access bar, there was a folder with our boss's daughter's name. I had to click it and when I did, I actively couldn't believe what I was seeing. A folder of over 1K pics of her, screenshots from Instagram and other apps, any and every pic he could find of her and an insane number of pics, just taken without her consent, like with either a hidden camera or his phone at the office, ranging from her just sitting or working to some from high enough angle to get cleavage or down her blouse, and a few even under the table shots up her skirt. Though those didn't have anything to show from what I had seen. This creeped me out beyond anything since it was almost impossible to place my husband, who I've always known as the sweetest guy for the six years we have been married as someone who would never do something like this. I was shocked and just didn't really know how to react. If I should feel angry or disgusted or sad, I didn't know. But then it got worse. I used search to look up her name on his laptop and found something that basically turned any form of sorrow or sadness I would have felt into just pure disgust. He basically had a folder poorly hidden deep in a number of folders, just full of Photoshop pics of her, some solo, some with him, some with other members of the office, and some just absolutely vile and disgusting. I deleted all traces of me having seen or searched for those, though I doubt it was necessary. My husband isn't the most tech savvy to begin with. Took a pic of some of the shit I found on his laptop. I was so furious, but I also didn't want him to know yet, so I acted normal that night and then the next day. I called up my cousin, she was pregnant and her husband was away, and asked if she needed help and used that as an excuse to move in and help her for a bit. I have talked to my husband through limited, mostly through text and occasionally at work. But for the last four days, I've been living with my cousin. Honestly, I'm disgusted, but I also don't know what to do exactly. Like, I feel a mixture of being cheated on, which I know he didn't do anything with her, but still, I can't explain it. But on top of that, I feel disgusted that my husband was this sort of man. 
but even talking about it to my friends or family feels weird. I tried to share it with my cousin, but the embarrassment didn't allow me to say anything. I just don't know how or what to do right now. I can't stay here forever. I'll have to head back sooner rather than later, but I also don't think I can just go back home and pretend that none of this happened or I didn't see any of this. So I thought it was the best way to stay anonymous and ask for some form of advice. What should I do and how should I proceed? You know my answer to this. Like a previous podcast episode, I said to the woman to catch a first class flight and just leave. It's a voice. I'll leave the country. <laughs> like out of the country and divorce. Yeah. <laughs> leave the country first and then divorce. Because that is, no, he's disgusting. Like, it's one thing to have the pics, but then he's photoshopping himself with her. That's scary. And then I think he's throwing this act that he's not tech, tech savvy. I think he is. He's just playing dumb about it. It's definitely really, really gross. Because he met her when she was 15, and now she's only 20. And he's 39. Oh, so five years. Oh, but then that means um, they were only married like a year. Oh, like yeah. when he met this young girl. That's true. But now they've been married for like six yeah. years. Oh my God, that's so sad. That's sad. So that means he was never like in love with his wife. Ew. Well, that's why he's literally so obsessed. And there's like thousands of... Fo- the Photoshop oh. thing really like sent shivers on my skin. Yeah. Like, like I want fo- to throw up. Photoshopping him doing stuff. That's no. so nasty. What app is? Is he using AI? <laughs> oh my God. Because that's disgusting. Well, okay, so the first comment is, cheating is the least of your worries. He is a creepy stalker. Holy crap. Taking sneaky photos down her shirt and under the desk where she sits, under her skirt, photoshopping images to look like he's with her. He is scary obsessed. Get back into his laptop and send copies of everything to yourself. Then leave for good, mm-hmm. like you said. Get on a plane. Get on a plane, girl. <laughs> Tell him you have copies and everything. Tell him he needs to quit and get away from her, or you will tell his boss. I think she should send it to, like, HR, and he, she should let this girl know, because she could be in danger. Oh, my God, it sounds like she's in danger. Like, he could kill her. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Do you want to hear that update? So, update. So, a lot have happened in the course of a few hours. I honestly wanted to wait a few more days to cool off myself and then do whatever was needed. But some of the comments did have me worried. If he got an idea and deleted everything, if he did something harmful in the meantime, and as my friend pointed out, if he somehow, as unlikely as it might be, found the post and put two and two together. We ended up going over around 4 p.m.-ish, knowing we gave him a few hours to collect whatever. I made sure to copy everything on the two folders to a flash drive and took a video of it being from his laptop too in case that was something needed then as another comment suggested we looked for my name which came out with nothing but regular pics and stuff after that my friend asked me to look up co-workers names and when I did that hit some results with four other co-workers names all women but none to the same extent as our boss's daughter so he's been like there's more women more victims. Oh, there's more. There's more victims. No, yeah, HR. That sounds like an HR issue. It does. Like, between the downloaded pics, creep shots, and edited pics, all four of them combined didn't match hers, and all the folders were hidden with the same way inside a few layers of new folders. Like, one folder inside another, inside another, etc. Up to, like, eight to nine folders. We took those two, then my friend pointed out that some of those might be files he received since the file names were different and some were similar to WhatsApp files, as she pointed out. This is something I hadn't noticed, but the edited files were definitely named differently, some being daughter's name plus porn action, and then others just being something like IMG number and then WA0014, or something along that line, which my friend said are pics he received in WhatsApp. We confirmed that they were indeed received from WhatsApp in the pic information. This ultimately made me do something that I shouldn't have done since it could have blown up in my face, but it had made me anxious and I needed answers. So I asked my friends if they would take me to my husband and get back. They agreed, and I decided to take that time to pack my bags, just necessarily necessary things for now. My friends didn't say he's logged into Facebook, but didn't want to check his Facebook without me. 
and by the time they told me that, it was already time for him to come back. So we decided not to do anything. We waited and waited at my apartment until he finally came back. He was surprised to see us, but didn't seem to suspect anything, and I told him to sit down. He did, and I think that's when he noticed his laptop on the couch and asked what was going on. I told him I saw some things related to the boss's daughter and that I wanted an explanation. He tried to get angry at first, but quickly dropped the act. I told him I wanted to hear what he had to say and then decided what to do. He said he was fine talking about only if my friends waited in the dining room or another room, as he wanted to explain things to me alone. My friends were hesitant, but I told them it's fine, and that if they hear any issues, to send the drive link to the boss. This was a bluff, but I wish I had thought about it before he came. But I told him that I saved everything on a Google Drive and wouldn't hesitate sending it to the boss if he tried anything. He assured me he wouldn't act up and asked me what I wanted to know. At that point, I really wanted to hit him. Just look at his face. He looked guilty, like he was looking for excuses but failing or something. I don't know, but I really hated it. But I stayed calm and told him I say a lot of things and told him I say a lot of things excluding all the pics of her, the edits and a few other things. I asked him to explain. He kept asking me exactly what I wanted to know, and it was becoming obvious that he was either stalling for an excuse or trying to see how much I knew. I told him finally that I saw the pics, the hidden cam pics and even the edits. He pleaded with me to not get mad to hear him out. And I told him I'll consider it. He took a minute and then told me that he had noticed he was growing more and more attracted to her sexually. And he apparently struggled with these emotions a lot. Which is why he did that. And that he wanted to release his tension without harming anyone. Which is why he made those edits and kept it to himself. I then asked to see his WhatsApp. And the color of his face almost drained. He told me I knew he didn't use WhatsApp. But I told him I had checked his Google Play to see what apps he had installed. Another lie. But I was sure he was using WhatsApp, so I went with it. After a bit, he handed me the phone and took me and told me not to overreact. I took his phone and searched around for a bit. He had a lot of pointless apps downloaded and it was hard to spot, especially since it wasn't even on the home screen, but on a folder file inside a slide screen thingy. Android, he has on the third page. Sorry if the explanation confuses you. I open it to find... One group chat with three other work colleagues. Members of his team he is in, basically. And it was filled with all pics of this girl. Creep shots taken from different areas. Zoomed in for the most part from today. Literally a few minutes before he handed me the phone. A lot of conversations in Bangla about fantasies on how they would have... Um, after scrolling up, it keeps getting worse and worse. I won't go into details on the specifics, but a lot of it was about wanting to force themselves on her as a revenge to the boss kind of thing. But with her acting as the boss, and some were even full-on well-thought-about scenarios where they are playing out what they do and what not. If you ever read something and just face pure whiplash, that was me at that moment, literally unable to process it properly. He kept apologizing, telling me he loved me, and that this was all just to keep himself in control and that it was ultimately just harmless fantasizing. I only caught bits and pieces of what he was saying before just turning on the screen recorder and scrolling, recording the conversations. And the more I scrolled up, the more vile it got. The conversation did predate my husband joining, it seemed, but that didn't really matter. He was very actively taking part in it. I got a good chunk of it, but it didn't seem to end, so I simply went to the chat media, and even with that was a huge scrolling of pics, creep shots from phones, fakes, etc. I ended up getting as much as I could and sending it over to myself, making sure it saved on my phone. All the while, he kept begging me to forgive him, and that ruined his life and career. Sorry, and I quote, our life and careers. I told him I felt betrayed, and I told him I was disgusted at the man he was. And through his apologizing, he kept insisting it didn't really hurt anyone, but I told him it hurt me, and if she found out, it would hurt her too. And he simply pleaded with me not to tell her. For a while, he just cried, for different reasons, I presume, but the entire time he kept switching between how he's so sorry and he loves me to how it's not as bad as I'm making out to be, and how they were just messing around online and weren't hurting anyone. My friends checked in on me for a few times, but didn't interfere. After a while, I pulled myself up and told him that I don't see myself staying with him and that I want a divorce. 
He pleaded with me not to do so, but I simply said that I didn't want to listen to his excuses. I then told him that I wanted to take the laptop and he froze. I was half expecting him to reject me, but he simply begged me not to show this to the boss or the daughter. I told him I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that, which was a lie, and that I'm thinking it over. I told him not to delete the WhatsApp conversation or tell the others, and that if he does, I will send everything to the boss. Ultimately, I want to talk to the daughter first, and then decide what to do and how to tell the father. But that will have to wait, I guess. There were a bit more pleading, and I simply left it on. I don't know what I want to do. I need to think it over, and will let him know, and told him not to contact me in the meantime. And that was all I said as we left with his laptop. I do hope he doesn't alert his friends, but even if he did, it wouldn't matter, since the screen recording has their names and numbers on the group chat and a huge chunk of the stuff they said. The thing is, nothing physically happened. I know the police won't take it seriously 90% of the time, but the only possible time they might take it seriously is, is if the girl herself took action. So I intend to give her all of what I have and let her proceed with whatever action she chooses to take there. I do wish I had waited to talk to lawyers before taking things this far. But the fear and emotions had me wrapped up and just ended up taking action. It seems I have worked out. It seems to have worked out, but I don't know. Husband seemed pretty defeated today, but considering how little it feels like I know him, I honestly can't tell with him anymore. I will see how things play out and maybe do one final update. But from my understanding, things will probably just end with a divorce and him getting fired. When we were leaving, he was basically sobbing and begging for forgiveness or claiming how it's just a mistake and nothing actually happened to the point where I almost did feel bad for him, almost, but I didn't think I could feel sympathy after those chats and whatnot. My friends luckily were also there to remind me that regardless of what he says, his actions are not for me to forgive. But it's so crazy how they started with full trust because he would like let her into his electronics, like his phone and his computer. And then now it's like he, he doesn't want to give up his laptop. Yeah, that's true. It's just so sad. Like, her husband is just not who, like, he's a monster. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Like, did it happen, like, when they got married? Or, like, it just kind of kept spiraling, like, over the years, you know? And she just didn't know. Yeah, but the daughter, like, just started working with them. Like, just a few months ago. So, I feel like it really started, like... And then he said it's, like, for his control with his boss? That's what well, I got. Like, one like, of the guys said, like, they wanted to, like, R-word her <gasps> to... Oh, wait, so it's not just him. It's, like, other coworkers yeah. joining in. Yeah, that's what oh she found God. on the WhatsApp. Like, oh, God. That they have, like, group chats with his male coworkers, like, three of them, and they all edit pictures of them forcing themselves on her and like stuff like that they have too much time on their hands to be editing pictures like that yeah and she said that they like have written out scenarios of like r wording her which is like that's no didn't we read a story similar to this like that um this similar thing happened and she sent it to hr and they all got fired and like moved around in different positions and departments yeah. Yeah, but it was, like, about... That other story was about her. So, like, oh. he was talking to his coworkers about, like, R-wording his own wife, <laughs> which is really bad, too. Just send that HR case and divorce his ass. Okay, so there's a final update. Oh, God, can it get any worse? You can decide if this is worse. So, so the update title again is, I found out my husband is obsessed with their boss's daughter, and I have no idea what I could do or how I should proceed. So... I think this will be the only update. I saw a few people who were asking for updates before too, and I honestly needed some time to myself and, and wanted to see how things played out before making an update. So as I said in the last edit and some of the comments, I ended up going to the boss's daughter, showed her everything I had, and told her I had the laptop too if she needed. I could tell it was a good bit for her to process initially, and she said she's used to stuff like this. And she said, yeah, fuck this place, honestly. And so composed... And she was so composed. Afterwards, she asked if it would be fine for me to help her go through the screenshots and screen recordings and pics, and she'd rather not have to go into checking the details herself. And I agreed. We sat at a local food chain and basically wrote out a detailed HR report. Like, not a report to the HR, but a report from the HR regarding that team. Oh, because she, like, is the boss, so. 
I went over the different aspects of the text caught on the screen recording and the edited pics as well as the creep shots of her. She reassured me that I won't be facing any consequences for this and to leave talking to her father to her because he is the CEO. She asked if I were to be called she asked if I were to be called into the police station if I would be willing to go and I said I would. She concluded that while in other areas this could have been used to better punish them, high chances are that this won't do much other than maybe a few nights worth of jail, but that she would still be going to the police as this will be a good way to make sure if they ever even consider doing something, this could be used to screw them over. As for their jobs, she said she would keep them for a few days while the filing and the reports work its way up, then fire them on the spot with no reference or experience certificate, basically rendering any attempts of showing work experience in this company impossible, and should they try, future hires will be sent to HR report. We both. We concluded the meeting there with her telling me to not worry and just not interact with them at work. After that, I spoke to a lawyer, showed him everything I had, and well, he took a small bit so that things can be done relatively easily. Thing is, it's not like me or my husband have that much property or wealth. That there would be much of a dirty breakup financially. But from the looks of everything, so far at least, things seem to be going on my favor. My husband did call a few times and texted to see if I would con reconsider. But I blocked him. Didn't want any part of his BS, honestly. This is the part where the shitstorm I had mentioned started. Calls and messages from relatives, all with purpose of letting me know that these things happen and that I shouldn't hold it against him. I talked to my mother and found out that he has told her and a few other relatives, including his parents, where in his story, I got jealous because he accidentally showed interest in the boss's daughter, but never planned to act on it. <laughs> he caused almost everyone but his mother to side with him. While his mother called me to apologize, saying she was ashamed of what her son had said, I had originally told my husband I wouldn't blow up this out of proportion, but ended up telling my mother and his parents, the former, who responded exactly as I thought she would. She told me that it's not like he acted on it, and that this is m much is nothing to ruin a marriage over. That didn't surprise me since when one of my aunts got cheated on, and she and her other sisters had essentially taken the stance of just forgive it and ignore it, move on and don't bring it up things will be happy. <laughs> my mother and I had a huge back and forth where she brought up family reputation, embarrassment, if family finds out what he did, embarrassment if I'm to divorce in my 30s, yeah, that's a thing here sadly, and yeah, 29 is still reaching 30s. We ended the call in a pretty bad terms, but it was expected. The family itself is more or less on the same stance, with only some choosing to stay away, and even now that I ended up sharing the exact reason with a few members, they responded, let it go and fix the relationship, or something akin to that. The pleasant surprise came from telling his parents, though who took my side. After things blew up, his mother apologized to me, telling me she was so ashamed of what her son did, while the father told him he'll make sure my husband won't be causing any issues for me in the divorce or in general. I was honestly expecting them to take his side like my family did, so this was a welcome surprise. Yesterday, the team called into the boss's office along with some police. I didn't know what was said and done, but they were in there for a long time. And by the time they all left, they just looked defeated, specifically my husband. It seems like she did exactly what she said she'd do and fired them. I didn't ask the specifics of it. I don't necessarily intend to ask either. As for me personally, it's been rough. It's easy to get angry when everything is happening, but in the moments when things are calm, those memories and feelings get the best of things. But I'll be fine. I get to keep my job, which is a huge win. The whole thing with his family isn't getting much better, it seems. Got a bit worse after the firing. I have my stuff and I've moved in with a friend for a few days while I look for a smaller apartment. As for my husband, I don't know exactly now, but I assume he'll be moving in with his parents who are pretty annoyed with him. The apartment we stayed in is something we both contribute to live in, so without income, I don't see him maintaining it at all. Honestly, this is probably it. I don't really see myself making any more updates. This has been a mess, but still, I want to thank everyone for the love and support. Just messy. Like, I don't know. She dragged it out too long, I feel like. What do you mean? Like, like she kept going on, like, on about it. Like, she stayed with him for a while after. No, she left. Were you not listening? 
I know I was. Like, I was invested. Um, No, she she literally left, like, right with her friends, like, right after. Oh, like, right after the sit-down? Oh, God. Okay. Right after the sit-down. And then she just went straight to the boss's daughter. No, I'm kind of glad, though, that there's no updates. Like, she's probably at peace. Well, he got fired, and the whole team got fired. Yeah. No, like, for her. Like, on her, like her pers- like point of view. Well, except for her family hates her now. Okay, what did her mom say about it? I don't know, but I know his mom is on her side. Like, yeah. So that's good. But her whole family is telling her she needs to just stay with him and that these things happen. No, these things don't happen. He's a serial killer. Yeah, so her whole family is, like, not talking to her because she's ruining her life by getting divorced at 29. Who cares? Like, she's so young. She can find someone quick and, like... I know, but it must suck to like have be like having to break up with your husband because he's a horrible person. Well, that's, yeah, that's and a valid fam- reason. Yeah, it's a, and then your family's like, you suck. So you're the villain. You're the villain. Like she's the asshole. Yeah. But he's the asshole. He's creepy. And his coworkers. Yeah, I was going to say his coworkers too. Yeah, so the boss made it so that like they can't ever use them as a reference. Good. Yeah. yeah good so now they're screwed no i think she would handle it really well though because yeah. like she literally just talked to him and then left and she hasn't seen him at all, good so. block him i feel really bad for the 20 year old boss though because like she had to see all the pictures and like that must like, be traumatizing oh, yeah that is i feel like they shouldn't have showed her all of you know like the photoshopped ones maybe because mm-hmm. that's traumatizing to see like people so would conjure that up you know so sick and yeah. especially like five of your workers that's a lot that you work with yeah oh my god all talking about like our wording yeah if i was her i think i would like leave the country change my name and start over somewhere else i wonder if they went to jail it didn't say they should they should go straight to jail <laughs> they should um so the first the top comment is your family is handling handling this awfully and i'm so sorry you don't have their support but you are so strong, and your support, plus the support of a bunch of strangers on the internet, including myself, is much more than enough to get through this. I'm incredibly proud of you for how you've handled this situation, as I think many of us wouldn't have done as well you, as you have. You are incredible and such a beautiful, wonderful person. Wishing you all the best. Yeah, and then there's just a lot of comments saying, like, she is so strong, she did the right thing. Because I feel like a lot of people probably would have been so shocked, they might have just ignored it. Yeah, like, sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Like her mom. Yeah, thank God, though, that she has, like, a brain of her own. And, like, she had a good friend group, too. They're supportive. Yeah, that, like, sat there with her and, like, helped her leave. I feel like my impulsive ass would have just sent it to HR and the boss and the boss's daughter. No, me too. But I think that she handled it well by, like, talking to the boss's daughter so she wasn't as traumatized. And if she had just straight up told the boss, he might have, like, murdered them. Okay, ready for the next one? Vindictive ex-wife is ruining my boyfriend's life. So this one is like she has all the audacity. I know the title sounds a bit harsh, but hear me out. My boyfriend has a very vindictive and belligerent ex-wife. This is part of the reason he left and divorced her. During their marriage, she was too emotionally unstable and disrespectful. My boyfriend found me and had expressed that I made him feel more of a man and we've been together ever since. Earlier this year... His ex put him on child support, even after he told her that he could not afford to provide substantially for their daughter at the time. She completely disregarded that, and he was slammed with the paper soon after. There has been many times where she has blown up his phone, abusing him by calling him at all sorts of names, begging for money like a desperate lowlife. I took it upon myself to reach out to her and explain his current financial situation. I specifically asked her to be patient because their child is only one, so he'll have a lifetime to provide for her. His ex also has a good job, her own place, and even currently pays out of pocket for all the daughter's expenses, which I reiterated to her because I don't understand why someone in a a better position is so pressed over some little life change. She can obviously do it herself while he's getting his stuff together. She in turn cursed me out and hung up on me. We didn't hear from her for months till things took a turn for the worse. Okay, this is a little gross, but... Last month, she called my boyfriend irate in the middle of the night, claiming that he gave her herpes and that she wants him to die. 
This is obviously one of her dramatic lying outbursts. We reassured her that he had no sign of herpes and neither do I. She claimed she was a virgin before the marriage and celibate after, so she knows it was him. She also claimed they both got tested beforehand to prove that they had a clean status. Because of this, she wants to bring criminal charges against him. My boyfriend reassured me that she's just lying and bluffing because she's jealous that he left her for me. I agree with this because why can't she just let him be? Why is she trying to make his life harder than it already is? I wholeheartedly believe that she would try to falsely charge him with this because she filed support so easily. She also filed a contempt of court motion against him for child support. We are receiving continuous letters in the mail about it in attempts to intimidate us. We have reached out to her and the child support office various times to beg for mercy and understanding, yet their greed allows them to be inhumane. I cannot stand to see my boyfriend in so much misery from all of this. I'm currently pushing him to file for full custody of their daughter so that all this drama will cease. We are a good candidate, so I think we have a good case. He lives with me in my home. We always have food in the house, and I will take good care of his baby. We are good people. What do you, what do you think? Is she the asshole? You don't think she's... You literally didn't see it. No, she is not the asshole. The girlfriend's not the asshole? No. Why isn't she the asshole? Well, like, wasn't the daughter screaming in the middle of the night? No. The girlfriend was? No. Tell me what that story was about. I forgot. Oh my god, you weren't listening. What's the point of me? Vindictive ex-wife ruining my boyfriend's life. This girl has all the audacity. I know the title sounds a bit harsh, but hear me out. My boyfriend has a very vindictive and belligerent ex-wife. This is part of the reason he left and divorced her. During their marriage, she was too emotionally unstable and disrespectful. My boyfriend found me and had expressed that I made him feel more of a man, and we've been together ever since. Earlier this year, his ex put him under child support, even after he told her that he could not afford to provide substantially for their daughter at the time. She completely disregarded that, and he was slammed with the papers soon after. There has been many times where she has blown up his phone, abusing him by calling him all sorts of names, etc., begging for money like a desperate lowlife. I took it upon myself to reach out to her and explain his current financial situation. I specifically asked her to be patient because their child is only one, so he'll have a lifetime to provide for her. His ex also has a good job, her own place, and even currently pays out of pocket for all the daughter's expenses, which I reiterated to her because I don't understand why someone in a better position is so pressed over some little life change. She can obviously do it herself while he's getting his stuff together. She in turn cursed me out and hung up on me. We didn't hear from her for months till things took a turn for the worse. Last month, she called my boyfriend Irae in the middle of the night claiming that he gave her herpes and that she wants him to die. This is obviously one of her dramatic lying outbursts. We reassured her that he had no sign of herpes or neither do I. She claimed she was a virgin before the marriage and celibate after, so she knows it was him. She also claimed they both got tested beforehand to prove that they both had a clean status. Because of this, she wants to bring criminal charges against him. My BF reassured me that she's just lying and bluffing because she's jealous. I agree with this because why can't she just let him be? Why is she trying to make his life harder than it already is? I wholeheartedly believe that she would try to falsely charge him with this because she filed for child support so easily. She also has filed a contempt of court motion against him for child support. We are receiving continuous letters in the mail about it in attempts to intimidate us. We have reached out to her and the child support office various times to beg for mercy and understanding, yet the greed allows them to be inhumane. I cannot stand to see my boyfriend in so much misery from all of this. I am currently pushing him to file for full custody of their daughter so that all of this drama will cease. We are a good candidate, so I think we have a good case. He lives with me and my home. We always have food in the house, and I will take good care of his baby. We are good people. Am I the asshole? Mm, no, I don't think she's the asshole here because she's trying to like help her, her man. I feel like I have another perspective, though, because, okay, so this man was married to his wife, and they have a one-year-old. He then cheats on her with this girl. She lets him move into her house, and she's enabling him to not pay child support to the baby. He's not providing to the baby at all. And she calls up the his ex-wife and tells him, like, how dare you ask him to support your child? He has all the time to support his child. Like, 
And then now she wants to go for full custody when he can't even pay child support. I mean, yeah, it's really sticky. Like, situations like this are super sticky. But then I also feel like, um, like, maybe cut him some slack. Because it's kind of new, right? Like, this situation. Since he cheated on her and left her? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know it's bad and I'm playing devil's advocate. But I think, like, just give him maybe, like, two to three months to get on his feet maybe like get a job like a stable income well he has a stable income though yeah well then yeah like i feel like he just kind of wants to ditch his family like he just cheated on her left her and she was a virgin when they got married and then he hasn't talked seen his daughter for three months like he's like a deadbeat dad and she's like enabling it super hard. And now she wants to take this lady's baby and get full custody. See, the way this um the girlfriend, the new girlfriend is making it seem she's making it seem like um like he's like starting from scratch. Yeah, like she really has like audacity. Like no, I'm cuz he was totally providing for his ex-wife when they were together, but like after he cheated and left her for this mistress, now he just doesn't care about his family. Like he's a deadbeat dad. Oh, and then what did she say at the end? She's like, we are good people. <laughs> no, you are not. I know. She's like, we always have food in the house. It's like, okay, if you could provide for the baby. Well, I just hate that she's like, so she called up the ex-wife and was like, I'm pissed at you. The audacity. She's like, I'm pissed at you for like asking him to pay child support. Like, how dare you ask him to pay child support? Like he can pay child support when she's older. Like she's going to die if no one feeds her. True. But then also when you're having kids, you have an obligation as a parent to provide for them. Like, I don't know. I feel like it gets sticky, but ch- like without child support, he should still be supporting her financially. You know, like if the the ex-wife is saying that she needs this, this, this amount of money to provide for a child, then I feel like then she has the right to do that. You know, like she would know her child best is what I'm saying. Like, she would know what her child needs best, not the new girlfriend. Yeah, she knows that her child needs to be bought, like, clothes and shoes. and Like, it's she said, like, the ex-wife is paying for everything for the daughter and taking care of it completely herself. Like, that is not fair. And it's not easy. I feel like this ex-wife is a saint. Like, most girls would be, like, beating them up. Like, pulling up on them and being, like, stealing his wallet. I also hated when she said she keeps begging for money like a desperate lowlife. Like, that's his baby. That's his baby mother. Yeah. Yeah. Have some respect. And she's taking care of the baby. The top comment is, stay out of it. You're only hearing his side of how the marriage went. I'm sure her version is completely different. He needs to support his child regardless of her financial situation. If he isn't paying, she is right to file contempt. The next comment is, you don't need to talk to her and it will just make his situation harder. This is not your place. He needs a lawyer and needs to stay out of, and you need to stay out of their relationship. <laughs> I like how they're all coming for you. Like, like she thought, because she wrote OP. Yeah. This is OP, right? The new girlfriend. I feel like OP wrote this thinking everyone would side with her. And then everyone's like in the comments like, no, you're the asshole. I really hope this girl is like 18 because how can she have so much audacity? No, literally, like he doesn't need to pay. For, like she literally is planning on just getting full custody of the baby because she had the nerve to ask for child support. And also like how child support works is they look into how much you make. So they wouldn't be taking like his whole paycheck if he doesn't make a lot. It's like a quarter of what you make. Yeah, or like a certain percentage or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So another comment that was funny is, sweet summer child, he still has to pay child support to help support his child. No matter your financial situation, they adjust your child support to your financials. Yeah. If he's lucky like my husband's ex-wife, he won't have to pay. But how do you expect to win full custody of a child if he's dodging child support? And that is dodging. You didn't say he has been offering what he can. Anything at all. Not groceries. Baby's essential. If the child is not is that young. She's only one. Clothes or money. That will definitely come up. No matter how sweet and kind and broke he may be. Dodging is still dodging. OP said, he's not running from anything, hun. Especially not his responsibilities. He's a real man. Oh my god. I hope she's young. I know. That's why when you're like, she's not the asshole. I was like, what? He's and then they commented again real men pay child support especially when you've said he was a sole breadwinner before and now just smokes weed all day oh he said marijuana is not bad and it helps him relax from his ex's drama and get to space when he can recenter and focus did op say that op said oh my god i want to slap her through the screen i know (laughs) 
Because, bitch. Yeah, someone else commented, out of this it. is the most illegal like woman in the world. enabling him. I'm so concerned for this girl. Like, imagine she he knocks her up and leaves She's, her. Yeah, it's karma. Honestly, at this point, I'm just going to let it happen. I have never, like, heard a more crazy person. <laughs> and she's still in the comments responding. <laughs> I know. Okay, so you think she's an asshole now, yeah? Yes, she is definitely the asshole. And he's an asshole. Yeah, he is an asshole. Especially just because, like, how he treated his wife. Like, sucks. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the audacity, the caucasity. Um, Message us. You can message us on our Instagram or even on Spotify if you have any thoughts on these stories. Or you want to send us any interesting, juicy stories of your own. Also, any questions? Or if you have any Reddit links that you want us to react to, send it our way. And we are clocking out for the night. Okay, so Casey, before we leave, one of our listeners messaged me a question to ask both of us. Um, they said, um, Casey and Jade, have either of you, since you worked in retail, ever had a client not want your help because of race, gender, age, etc.? Oh my god, yes. Well, I feel like I've experienced it and it was always a person. And um, I kind of, well, I didn't force myself on them. I was just like, you know what, you don't want my help, bye, I'm out. Like, I don't have time for that. I have other people that want my help. Yes, no, I totally feel you. Like, I've definitely had, like, I feel like the age thing and a little, like, I've had the age thing, especially with, like, that pirate story I told you. But, um... Other things is how you brought up before, like, you know, certain, like, um, of our other coworkers have, like, regulars. And if they're, like, on lunch, someone will come up and just want something simple, like, you know, something easy. I could ring them up for them. But they were, like, oh, no, I want to wait for, like, so-and-so. And so then, like, I'll be, like, okay, you can wait. Like, they're on lunch. But and so then, like, if they're, like, okay, actually, no, can you just ring me up? I want to say no. And I'll be, like, no, you didn't want me help. No, but, like, for me, a lot of it was um, race because the skin color, yeah. Um, yeah. And then another one, um, an Asian lady rejected my help or refused my help or my service because of my, um, I'm the only male in the department. So she thought that I didn't know what I was talking about. But you had literally the best skin in the department. <laughs> oh, and it was and it was for skincare, yeah. So I was like, okay, bitch. She'd rather like a wrinkly, dusty. I'm not just kidding. I'm no, just no, kidding. she is. No. She's wrinkly. Oh, no. and you know what? I've never helped her ever since that day. Like it, she's gonna wait in line. I'm not helping. But also, like the person helping her, I'm not gonna mention names. But that's someone that doesn't recommend sunscreen. And that's someone that will tell you to use retinol in the sun. Oh, my God. And that someone, I think I know what you're talking about, has a lot of age spots. Like, we're not trying to be mean. But, yeah, my friend told me when we were, like, in high school. Because I remember I got my makeup done at MAC. And I remember just, not to be mean, but it was, like, so natural. I couldn't tell a difference. Like, my friend was, like, I couldn't. Like, I wanted to learn how to contour and stuff. And literally, like, I didn't look different. I think they just put the eyelashes they put on me and like lip gloss. But my friend was like, okay, from now on, I have to remember, like, we need to ask the person who looks like how we want to look. So I always remembered that. So, like, if you go up to someone and they have beautiful skin and you want skincare, like, take their advice. They know what they're talking about. If you love how they did their makeup, you know, maybe be like, oh, can I request them? Like, that's a good tip. That's a good rule of thumb, actually. And if you like, if someone has like a full crazy be on and green glitter eyeshadow and you want like, to not look like you're wearing makeup. I mean, most of the time we can still achieve that even if we do full beats, but maybe ask the girl that's barely wearing makeup to do your makeup. True. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that's a good... Use them as your guide. Yeah. Use them as your guide because if you like their makeup, you'll probably like how they do your makeup. Or if you like their skin, you'll like what, you know, they're not going to tell you to use retinol in the sun. I mean, maybe she was going for the raisin in the sun look. I don't know. <laughs> but she really said, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm a male. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. Bye, bitch. Then why is your skin so perfect? Why do you have not one pore? Like, what? Yeah, that woman. Oh, and did you know what MAC stands for? All races, all ages, all genders. Like, that's what it stands for. Like, inclusive. Oh, yes, yes, yes. MAC So does. I just think it's so crazy when people would, people, people would do things like that. Like, our other coworkers, too, um, who, like, go by different pronouns. They would, like, be really rude and not honor their pronouns and stuff. Or even I noticed another, like, it didn't happen to me. Um, it happened to another coworker where they didn't want their help because of a previous, like, 
um, encounter with them, they're like, I don't want her. I don't want her. I want you. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like kind of like a compliment to you. It is, but then it's well, like, I feel oh, like shit. Because now you have to awkward. be like extra nice because oh. you don't want history to I feel like you're itself. always so nice, though. I am. Yeah, I I've like never had a um, complaint, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Of course not. I, no, I don't think I've had a complaint. I have had someone be like racist to me, though. Like they didn't refuse my service, but... Because, you know, I'm Mexican, so, of course, like, there's a lot of jokes. Like, I'm a, I'm a wet back, blah, blah. Anyway, but, and people will say those things to me, and I just, I just have to be like, okay, I'm a wet back. But I was doing this one lady's makeup, and, oh, my God, her face was not, I'm not trying to be mean at all, but, like, her nose was, like, purple. Like, she was, like, a, like a light skin, a white woman. But, and she was telling me, like, oh, like, because I was telling her, like, what do you do for skincare? Like, I was, it wasn't going to come out and tell her she was sunburnt, but she was very sunburnt. And she was like, well, I don't believe in sunscreen. And I was like, no, like, sunscreen's very important, da-da-da. And I was doing her makeup, and then, like, halfway through, she's like, so are you worried about getting deported and your son not having anyone to take care of him? And I was like, oh, no, I'm not really worried about that. And she's like, oh, well, you should be. You should be worried about getting deported. Because she's like, because, like, your son's only two, right? And I was like... Yeah, and I just kept doing her makeup. Like, what the fuck? That was really... The audacity. The audacity. Yeah, that's what it circles back to, the audacity. So thank you to whoever sent that question in. That was actually a really good question, and my trauma blocked out what actually happened to me. I know. But I feel like majority of the time, everyone... And Hilo is like really nice. Yeah, just, it's not. It's not the like, yeah. locals. No, it's, it's not. The it's the freaking, tourists yeah. or whoever they are. I don't know who they are. Those just, people. Yeah, those, that group of people. Yeah, I've never had anyone be racist to me for being Mexican that was from here at all. And I feel like a lot of Hawaiian people are mixed with Mexicans. I just, re- like, thought of something. You never get, like, racially profiled until you're working in retail. Because <laughs> that was, like, the first time I've ever experienced that. Yeah, you're literally, like, almost full Hawaiian, so it's kind of sick. They should be, like, kissing your face. But, yeah, it's just America. Okay, love you, chickadees. Hi, chickadees. We're cl- <laughs> See you next week. Okay, bye chickadees. Love you.